you're listening to the Worcester Observer Podcast because you have impeccable taste. Hello and welcome to the Worcester Observer Podcast. I'm your host, Rob George, and I'm joined by my regular podcast partner. She's back. I'm back. Did you miss me last week? I did. I did. It was very boring it did, with just no, it my voice. It didn't sound like you did. It sounded perfect and it sounded very streamlined. I was worried, like, maybe I, I take you off onto tangents. No, I think I go off on the tangent. <laughs> I think it focused my mind. Oh, well, it's nice to be back. Well, we're back to uh, celebrate actually, because uh, we've had a fantastic week on Worcester. Thank you so much for your support. We've topped 2,000 page views for two days in a row now, which doesn't sound a lot, but believe me, it's a lot for us when we're going up against a daily newspaper. Amazing. Uh, and, and the big competition we all want to know is who's in the leader in the lead on Facebook or Instagram. Rob and I have been having this competition. I'm in charge of Worcester Instagram, and Rob's in charge of Worcester Facebook page, and we're we're trying to beat each other on the, our followers. Are. Where are we? We're I kind of know. level pegging, aren't we? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared to look. But I have had a contact contact the paper through the Instagram page. Ah, you see, we're I'm working on it because I think it's very unique what he's putting together. I won't say any more than that. You'll have to keep an eye on the website. This is just a tease to go to the website. It's true, though. Genuinely, I'm working on something. I want to make it work because I think it's a hugely important subject that the guy has approached me about. Hmm. It won't work in the paper... But in the infinite space that is online, I think I can do something. Keep unpeeled. I will flag it up on Facebook, don't worry. Oh, I'm intrigued. Uh, but it's a, a tough subject to deal with. But the, I've sat and read what he's put together. And it's a submitted piece by him. So we will be breaking a few boundaries. But I think that's what we need to do on The Observer. Uh, but keep an eye on that anyway. Also, a quick programming note as well. Please, please, please. Go and read the Dementia Matters column online. It was in the paper last week, but it is online. That's the first one, as I said last week, of our monthly column with the Alzheimer's Society to talk about dementia, because dementia does matter, as you'll know. Uh, but a quick programming note as well. Fingers crossed we are hopefully going to get someone from the Alzheimer's Society in Worcestershire to come on a future podcast in the coming weeks uh, to actually talk about that as well, because I think it's a subject that we need perhaps to do a podcast on as well i may cry i may get a bit emotional because you know how much it matters uh to me but i'm willing to do it because to broaden it out because i think what they're doing is a fantastic job well so, you you went through it all with your mum didn't I you i did yeah. and um that's why we've got the column thank you for by the way as well people that don't want to be named and didn't want to go on the letters page but they sent me messages on facebook and on uh through email as well people that are going through it now and it just was a great help to see the local newspaper acknowledging uh, dementia as an issue. So you know who you are. I said I'd give you a mention uh, privately and I would not, um, not name any names, but you know who you are. So thank you as well, because you know how much it means to me. And I can only hope your fight is as peaceful as ours was in the end. And I just wish you all the very best uh, to those of you that are fighting it, because it is a horrible, horrible 
horrible mm. illness. Well done you, Rob, as well, because you do, I mean, obviously you've been through it, so you're very passionate about it, but you do do so much good through the Worcester and Malvern Observers. You're constantly fighting the dementia corner and, and, and we just keep hearing good news because we, we yeah. are having funding coming in and yep. we are having these new um, dementia things across Worcestershire, aren't I mean, We've got to talk about it. I, I made a vow when my mum actually died. One, I would keep talking about her. It, not that she's here, but keep talking about and keep her memory alive. But I'd make a vow to keep talking about dementia because I think still there are people of a certain generation that are getting forgetful and it's, oh, I'm just getting old. Mm. I'm just getting old. It might not be that. One visit to the doctor could sort that out. And if the sooner you get there, the sooner that... They can't cure it. There isn't a cure. But there is ways they could slow it down and give you a great quality of life for longer. So just don't think you're just getting old and forgetful. It's just one visit to the doctor. They may be able to go, oh, yeah, you are just getting old. But it may be that. But the sooner you get there, the sooner we can um, address it. And actually, they can put you on medication that will slow it down and give you a better quality of life for longer, as I said. Um... But now, going back to what I was originally saying, <laughs> the Worcester Observer site, thank you so much. We've had a great response this week. Uh, one of them is to the front page story, which you'll see the front page of the paper today as it comes out as we record this on Wednesday. But also it's still on the front page of our website um, because the response has been incredible work to replace uh, the pheasant street crossing near asda it's going to happen it's going to happen at the end of this month starting from monday the february the 24th they're going to get rid of the pedestrian crossing and put some lights in instead so this was an unpopular zebra crossing why was it unpopular hugely unpopular because it's just a zebra crossing so it's basically there's no light control so if people doesn't don't see anyone coming they walk across the road oh right okay unfortunately it's on one of worcester's busiest roads by the asda uh that joins up to shrub hill road you name it it's all around there so it just causes congestion drivers get all right because they believe people just walk into the road without looking i'm not sure that's true i'm sure people do look uh, but obviously, if it's empty and there's a gap, you walk across. Hmm. So what they're going to do now uh, is going to... One lane is going to be light control, one's going to be free. So there's going to be a pedestrian island or an art rescue island or in the middle, you know, where you can cross half the road and wait in the middle. And then the other side's going to be light controlled so that isn't going to be traffic stopping. You always just... You, you take these things for granted, don't you? you yeah. do, I mean, the city planners who must plan out these sort of things must really think through things. But obviously, that you can't always get it right. So it's, often it's trial and tested. People haven't liked this, no. but they're addressing it. And I think what it was that they put it in in this current setup because they believed everyone would use the car park at the Asda. Right. Because they built. If you you know Worcester, there's a Asda and there's a giant multi-story next to it as part of the development. That's quite hard to drive around. I don't park there. I will admit I don't park on that because it's very narrow. The exits are very narrow. Mm, if, you, uh, if you've got a biggish car, it's Yeah, not... and I haven't. I've got an Astra, but I took it round there just as experiment, mm. if you like. It felt very wide, and it's only an Astra SRI. You know, it's not the biggest car you could drive. Mm. And there's people in there, BMWs, Mercedes and everything, that think... It's just not the best laid out, so I think a lot of people park on the Shrub Hill Retail Park, which is behind it. And then cross. And then obviously walk across, creating traffic. So it's going to resolve it. Highways are very, very delighted uh, with it as well. Another highways issue as well. 
this has provoked a number of hilarious comments on our Facebook page this morning. Some of them have used swear words, so they've had to be muted. Uh, please, if you, I do want you to come on Facebook. I do want you to interact, but please mind your language. We can't have swear words. Do, do we have filters? We do, I don't think. I don't so, know. So how it's up to. to you guys, the editors, to yeah. spot them. And... Yes. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there's no need to swear. I know you're passionate, but please, if you can, can you just just use boo hockey or other <laughs> various things because I you know it does take a lot of time to you know mute the comments and I want your comments on there but I can't leave swearing on there I wouldn't be doing my job uh, this one's caused a hilarity uh, and I do would love your thoughts on this to editor at worstrobserver.co.uk outside new road from next week for five days there's going to be a line painted on one of the pavements to separate pedestrians and cyclists. A what painted? A lion. A lion. A, oh, I think you said a painted a, lion. Oh right, I think you said a lion. Um, so there's like, going to be a lion I'm, I'm painted. Lost. There's a lion painted on there. Yeah. Well, a that would, They want to segregate pedestrians and cyclists mm. on New Road. Okay. So they're going to paint a line down the middle of the pavement. And how do you know which side you're supposed because to be? Because there'll be a little logo of a cycle. A cyclist and a little logo of somebody walking. And so what are people saying online? Are people finding this? Most hilarious one, Paul Savage, I will give him a mention, is I'll do the job for 100 quid, it'll take me a couple of hours. <laughs> it does seem a bit silly. Mm. Um, have, have there, has there been a problem with pedestrians sure. bumping into cyclists? Or? I'm not sure there is. What, what worries me is that the councils, this is going to be in place for six months and if it's successful, they're going to do it everywhere. So it may be Worcester will be littered with segregated pavements. I thought that you weren't legally able to cycle on pavements. I don't know. I always I, thought. When I always I, thought, but people yeah, they do it. So yeah. um, it's a biz- it's bizarre. I had to include it simply for the bizarreness, and I'm so glad everyone's already finding it bizarre it's not in there it's in there to inform you because one lane of new road will be coned off uh, for five days next week whilst they actually do it to allow the workers to work safely but i would be interested in your thoughts is this is this big brother gone mad mm. is this the nanny state gone mad you know no we've got to segregate pedestrians and cyclists i mean i always do think i'd love worcester to become more of a cyclist town because mm. it's such a university town isn't there so many yeah. young people well, we've and got it, the electric bikes of course exactly at the university. and i think it would be nice but and so obviously they're trying to encourage cycling and making it easier for people somehow but i don't know watch this space it seems seems very bizarre another thing uh that's um this stagger this is absolutely staggered me, so I will bring it up. In the three years to twenty eighteen, Worcester saw one hundred and seventy nine million pounds boosted to the economy through tourism. Well, it is the most gorgeous place to visit, so it, is, it doesn't that's surprise me. Staggering. Yeah. Staggering. Eye watering sums of money. It's good. Uh, one hundred and seventy nine million in tourism. I mean, this shows for me why it's important that now we're going out of the European Union we need to get the best deal possible to remain an outward looking country to encourage tourism because if Worcester's reaping in nearly £200 million well, in I tourism. Don't, I don't know about you, I have noticed so many more Americans visiting Britain. It could I be the exchange so. rate as well. It's I a good time, so. isn't it, for them to come. But in Worcester, just walking around, I 
I often hear American accents and lots of... Still um, not pronouncing Worcester right, but... Uh, Worcester. Worcester. <laughs> um, also, lots of people from Japan. Apparently, it's a big destination, the Midlands. Yes. They all love coming to Stratford and Worcester and all our historic That's towns. Our heritage is beautiful. I know. So, um, yeah, let's encourage it. It's great. Another thing about heritage as well, Another it kicks off on Valentine's Day, the Love Worcester Heritage Festival. Plenty of free activities, 25 special events across nine days. Lovely picture in our paper as well with the cathedral in the background, but then again, every picture with the cathedral in the background is lovely. I challenge you to find one that isn't. Um, do go to the Tourist Information Centre for more. There's a programme of events and everything. We had to condense it a little bit to fit it in the paper this week. So what is it? Just lots of Worcester events Activities, heritage, things celebrate Worcester all across the city, all the information at the Tourist Information Centre or online too. Um, One thing I did want to mention as well, because I had to squeeze it in at the last minute, and I'm really sorry to Stuart Inglis at all sorts of performing arts. Did mean to get it in last week. Stuart, if you're listening, I'm really sorry, but I have got it in for you. Creative Youngster's been invited to take part in all sorts of performing arts half-term workshop next week. Uh, Plenty of things for for youngsters to do, includes... Uh, multi-sports, crafts, dancing, singing and acting with a final performance on Friday afternoon to showcase everything they learnt during the week. Visit www.allsortsofpa.co.uk or call 01905 402 988 for more. I did say I'd mention that to Stuart because he's lovely in getting in contact. Well, it sounds, so it's great fun, isn't it, for the kids? It's lovely to get into performing arts and that sort of thing. So a great opportunity there. And also video. Now... Regular listeners will know I'm a bit of a tech dinosaur at times, but this year I'm learning an awful lot, and I've learned how to upload video to the Worcester Observer website. So be warned, if you don't like video on the website, tough now, because now I've learned it, I'm getting as many on one of these that I've got to get on there. We love a bit of video. Some of our videos as well, they get so many hits. I, I know from one of our sister papers, there was a police video that the police let us put online for a story and it got something like ridiculous something like sixty thousand views overnight (laughs) people love love a bit of video especially if there's some damage or hooligans or something caught for some reason of course we need uh one of the one of the ones that we're going to put on um Alex Grove, the ex-Worcester warrior, he's going to swim the English Channel in the summer to raise money for Acorns Children's Hospice and he ran uh, he swam uh, 1,334 lengths in 11 hours at David Lloyd uh, last Sunday. Wow. Not last Sunday, that's wrong, last Wednesday. I don't know where I got Sunday from. You see, it was it was quite smooth last week when I'm on my own, and now because I've, now I've got Claire here to correct me, <laughs> I know uh, it's gone rough again. Um, if there last Wednesday, he swam 1,300... Well, I've just said it. I'm not going to repeat myself. Uh, he did it at David Lloyd uh, as a training exercise. Now, if I'm swimming the channel in the summer, I'm not doing anything extensive training. <laughs> I'm doing, you know, short things. I'm not going to do mammoth things. And I'm particularly struck by the quote. He was helped by fellow Worcester Warriors players as well. I was struck by the quote from G.J. Van Vels, the captain of Worcester Warriors. Now, I've met G.J., very, very fit man, very athletic I like his name. G.J. Van Vels. G.J. Van Vels. He managed 50 lengths and he was shattered. Hmm. So how on earth was Alex Grove feeling in 11 hours when he did 1,334? I'm just looking. So he swam non-stop for 11 hours. 11 hours, hours yeah. Oh, my goodness. Already raised £13,000 
uh, for acorns already. You know when these people do swim the channel, yeah. how long, how many hours do we know? How... No idea, but it's quite a long way. Yeah. I mean, it takes, what, two hours or an hour on a boat? Yeah. And that's many, many horsepower in that boat. So, um, Alex, good luck to you. And if we can get you on before uh, you go off and do this, quite frankly, balmy thing, then we will do so. Uh, we will try and do so as well because you're a hero. And I love the fact he's retired from professional rugby and he's probably now doing something <laughs> is it, that was akin to playing professional Rugby, it's fantastic, and it's raising money for such a great cause because we all know, and we all love acorns. Um, Talking of Worcester Warriors, how is the chap who we've been running the campaign, who was in hospital? Good news, yes. Um, He's left hospital now. Uh, He's out of the intensive care unit, and I must correct a report nationally that stressed that he was in intensive care and, you know, in a very poorly state. He was in intensive care because he was having intensive care. Right. Uh, people have this run away with this illusion that when someone's in intensive care, it's they're they're on a machine and they're not breathing and they're not corresponding. They're corresponding. They're not communicating with their family. He's perfectly communicative, but the nature of the injury means he needed intensive care. But he's out of the hospital now and he's in a specialist head and neck rehabilitation facility i'm going to use the word facility because i can't i never get to use it in the paper because it's a banned word you M- say michael fatty fatty alofa fatty that's it um he's now in a specialist facility in aylesbury continuing his recovery oh good and the just giving page um go to justgiving.com search for michael fatty alofa michael's conventionally and fatty alofa f-a-t-i-a-l-o-f-a uh, the, it's, I think it's near £30,000 been raised now. Oh, my goodness, amazing. It's absolutely uh, staggering. £1,800 was raised for Captain Chaos Challenges um, by Puddle Ducks. Now, if I can't wait to get this picture on the website. If you do get a copy of the paper, or do go on worcesterobserver.co.uk and the e-editions for the look at the front page, I've got a giant duck on the front page. I thought originally it was one of those masks singers because wasn't there a big there was a big duck wasn't there on the mask singer and i thought oh, we've had the duck mask singer it's not come the to duck Worcester. from the mask singer but it's cuter actually it's puddle duck the um jemima puddle duck Is no that no just pud- no just puddle duck okay uh they because they're puddle ducks and they called the mascot puddle duck Right. Not the most creative. We could have gone Jemima, we could have done anything, but um, they raised £1,837.15p for Captain Chaos Challenge with a PJ swim uh, in memory of Jack Bowes. Now, if you remember, uh, this was last year now, uh, his father, Steve, uh, rode the length of the seven from Mid Wales to Bristol. Uh, for Captain Chaos Challenges, his memory of Jack, who sadly died just 10 weeks after being diagnosed with a rare form of leukaemia. Uh, and he used to swim, apparently, at um, Puddle Ducks uh, in Worcestershire, so that it was special for them as well to keep Jack's memory alive as well. So that's a great story. They're full of positivity again. There's many, there is much positivity again. Where do you get all your stories, Rob? If someone has a story for you, how do they get it into your hands? Email, 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 okay. email, email. So they just need to email you a synopsis of what's yeah. going on and it could be anything it raising could be anything, funds yeah. for... And I will keep preaching this until the day I leave this company because it's happened again this week. Oh, I'm not sure how to write a press release. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. That's our job. We we write the news. If it's literally just bullet points of, oh, here's everything. 
It's my job to put it in a coherent order. Please don't ever not contact us because oh, I wouldn't know how to put a press release together. Mm. That's our job. Just give us the information. And if, if you are missing a bit of information, it's our job to give you a ring and say, oh, you haven't mentioned this. That's our job. That's what we're paid to do. And photos as well. I photos. mean, obviously, if you've got photos, send them in. But we do have photographers we do that we can send out. We do have a photographer, yes. But, um, yeah, I, I was talking to one of our other editors. And if a late night story comes in, give us permission to use your photos too. Send the photos in and say, yep. yes, you can use them. Because otherwise we can't use them, can we? No, no. And... Uh, but we always, important to say as well, we will always strive to seek your permission as well. We're never, and if we ever do get, if you do find a photo that's used of yours that we haven't asked permission for, get in contact with us. It may be that we don't know and we've had it through a third party source, but do get in contact with us. Don't start, you know, mm. getting upset with us until, you, you know, if you get in contact with us because we'll put it right. And what sort of stories do you look for? Do you, is it everything? It's everything. Um, what makes the best stories? The unexpected. Okay. Um, the the sheer unexpectedness. I like stories. I've always believed. I mean, I've been sixteen years now. This November, I would have been here sixteen years. I've always believed our papers are in the community, and I think we have to reflect the community. And I think if somebody needs help in the community, it's our job to step up and sort that out and so they're the best ones if best ones involve people i think mm. i mean I, you know me we i've ranted on and on and on on this podcast and bored you all to tears probably about politics and everything and i do love politics but anything involving people mm. as well and like fundraisers like yes i do i did put the picture picture of the duck on the front page because it was a giant duck and i do love giant animals so if you have got giant animal mascot you know yeah, get some stuff in because that's there's a, a way chance. to get on the front page well yeah um but anything involving people or affecting people as well mm. i mean it's staggering i mean we we're debating at the moment internally growing the website because the big focus of ours is growing certainly the big focus of mine is growing the worcester website this year and how we're going to go about it but the truth is we don't know because there are some stories that you've spent three, four days on and you think, oh, I'm really, really pleased with that. Hardly anyone reads. And then you put a story on about a cat and yeah. it gets a million hits. <laughs> but you can have the barest information yeah. but people seize on it. Like, sadly, there was a crash on... Um, a woman was hit by a car on Aswood Road on Monday evening, very sadly, and she's in hospital with serious injuries to her head and her arm. And we wish her all the very best in uh, a recovery. But we had two lines from the police. Aswood Road closed because of a RTC, road traffic collision. Put that on the website before there was like four or five hundred people mm. reading it. But it's two lines. There was no in-depth information there. But it, the challenge, I believe, without going on into an essay, is everything's changing now. 16 years ago, the internet wasn't as dominant as it was now and certainly social media wasn't people want everything yesterday mm. so if a crash happens they want to know about it they've seen it but they want to get on their phone and go get the information that's the challenge we have to face it's any story mm. i love any story that makes a difference as well 
Well, we well in Worcester, you you do a great job. You're always fundraising for different charities and individuals, and you really do make things happen. So yeah, I mean, I'm so proud of our papers over in Worcester and Malvern, especially because it seems to be a big thing for you as an editor to um, just help. We're rooted into the city. I yeah. think you have to reflect the city, and you know that's part of the reason. Last week when we had. Richard Brooks's challenge to me to explain my stance on Brexit. I didn't view it as a negative. I thought his reader interacting with me deserves a response, and I've heard from him. He still doesn't agree with me. If you listened last week, I should say, if you didn't listen last week, Richard Brooks sent me a challenge to explain my Brexit stance and how that affected my judgment in the paper. And he's listened. Great credit to you, Richard, and I hope you're listening this week as well. He doesn't agree with me still. Does he agree with me? More. Yes, he's, he, he, he's, he's pro-Brexit. <laughs> he doesn't agree with my personal views, but he does understand and actually accepted my, accepted my answer in full. And actually, he, to be fair, he does say we are very neutral on the stance and we do reflect both pro-Brexit and pro-Remain as well. So I think I've accepted that challenge. If you've got a challenge for me, though, do let me know. Editor at worcesterobserver.co.uk. You're asking for it now, then. I'm asking for trouble. <laughs> but do you know what? If it means interacting with you, our dear listeners and our readers, then I will do it. I'll explain myself. Um, it, just don't put me in some sort of dock or anything because I'll get very nervous then it'll make me swear please 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 um, let's get him to do some really crazy things <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> oh well, uh, we'll, we'll we will certainly say there was somebody did mention and I've completely forgot about it now but I know it's not a time issue so I will go back whoever it was and I said I'd bring it up this week I'm really sorry I've even forgot the name of the person but I will promise I will try and get to it next week uh, because I think we better just mention one uh, last thing I was going to mention Worcester City but by the time this podcast goes out they would have played but suffice to say they're playing Atherston tonight Wednesday for a place in the last four of the FA tro- uh, FA Vars, sorry. If they beat Cons- Atherston, then Concert and a two-legged semi-final, Worcester City will be at Wembley. And selfishly, I'd like to go to Wembley, so come on, Worcester City. But also, be great for the club to get to Wembley and probably get a share of thirty thousand pounds. Amazing. And maybe even lift the FA Vars. Who knows? But if you're on a, if you're short on uh, Saturday and you've got a bit of time to spare. Um, do go down to Six Ways. Uh, Worcester Warriors are back in action after a three-week break uh, because they didn't qualify for the knockout stages of the European Challenge Cup, but also it is their charity match day, raising money for Acorns Children's Hospice. Acorns have had a lot of mentions uh, today, uh, but it's their charity match day where they'll be wearing a special kit where you'll see on the back page uh, a special kit uh, to raise money for Acorns, which will be auctioned off after the game. You can buy the kit. There'll be buckets going round. So... Fill, fill six ways, intimidate Bath completely. Let's pull the plug on Bath. They might have to have a, have a symbol. I like that. Pull the plug on Bath. I know. <laughs> dun, 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 there you go. I'll put my own symbol in. Uh, so get uh, get Worcester the victory, but also Full House, raise as much money as we can for such a wonderful cause. Anyway, thanks, Claire. Uh, we've put the world to rights once again. Thank you for, so much for coming back. Oh, my regular podcast thank partner. Thank you for having We'll me. try and rearrange uh, things so that I'm not absent on a Wednesday morning. We do that again because this is a lot more fun than me ranting on for 20 minutes and boring you to tears. 
If you want to get in touch, editor at worcesterobserver.co.uk. Do visit the website, worcesterobserver.co.uk. Facebook, Twitter, and I suppose if you have to go on Instagram as well, <laughs> uh, you can do. But until then, until we meet again, I think we're done here. I've been your host, Rob George. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.